0: Welcome to the Jill Cruz Podcast. This is Jill Cruz. And today I am going to chat for a few minutes about some things that have been on my mind and that have come up uh, working with clients. And I think it's such a big, big theme that comes up over and over and over again is how do you deal with wanting something like wanting to lose weight or wanting to be healthier, you know, deal with a health problem and really, really pining for that even, right? It's, it's, it's a very deep, deep desire and yet not getting the success that you want and things not moving as quickly as you want them to. How do you deal with that? Right. The frustration, the disappointment the sense of failure, the blame to yourself, like, oh, I'm just doing this wrong and I have to work harder. That That's what's stopping me from from getting the weight loss I desire. I just have to work harder. Or I have yet to figure out, you know, the perfect combination of food and exercise and, and you know, lifestyle management stuff. And once I figure all of that out, then everything's just going to fall into place and I'm going to lose weight so easily or I'm going to heal my skin problems or heal the autoimmune or you could also take this out to other areas of life right like success in your business or success in your career or relationships right like oh you just want you know fall in love with someone and you want it so badly you just it's all you think about and you, and everything relates back to that and and it's just not happening and so how do we deal with that desire versus outcome And so I have something in my life that I've always, for a long, long time, I've pined after. And that has caused me to often question, you know, why can't I get this? What's wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? What are my blocking factors? Is it an internal block? Am I emotionally not somehow creating some resistance, you know, energetically? Am I just doing the wrong things? Is it just, I need to find that right thing that I do and everything falls into place? And so I just had an epiphany this morning, actually speaking to my dear husband. My takeaway from that conversation, from what he said was, I am trapped by my desire. I was like, whoa, that's deep. (laughs) i'm trapped by my desire and you know it goes he's he's read a bit about buddhism and stoicism and stuff and and you know one of the most common themes i think and you can see this in modern day psychology as well is letting go of attachment to the outcome and that's where i think and you know in buddhism a desire causes all suffering and so when we desire something so badly we want it so bad it hurts why can't it become true? Why? When you have those strong emotions, it's so easy to get wrapped up in that, the outcome, the outcome, the outcome. That's all I can think about. That's the only thing that's important to me. But it's that now you're trapping yourself, right? You're limiting possibility because you want that thing so badly. And I and I love, I, I've, I didn't read the book, but there was a book out there called The Obstacle is the Way. And it's about business, but I I love that term. The obstacle is the way because what I realized for myself is that in the obstacle, which seems like this thing that I can't accomplish, is actually the way. And what is it about this thing that I need so badly? I I what ha- what would happen if I never got it? And that's what my husband asked me this morning. What would happen if you never achieve that? And I'll and I'll pose that question to you. What would happen? If you never reached your health goal, what would happen if you never lost the weight that you desire to lose, or you never uh, were able to, you know, cure yourself of a condition or deal with a mental health challenge? What would happen? When you ask yourself that question, it's a little scary. It's like, no, I don't want that. Ah, ah. But in a way, like when I, I, I think about it, I felt a sort of a sense of freedom. So it's like, wow, can I free myself of this desire? Can I free myself of this attachment to this outcome? And if I can, what does that mean for me? What does that mean for me if I'm no longer pining? It feels loose. It feels like a relief. And oftentimes, you know, I'll talk about how When with like emotional work like this, it's, (laughs) it's not like I'm expecting, you know, that I'm going to get this epiphany and I'm going to just be happy forever and never going to have a problem again. But can I feel some relief? Can I feel a little progress in the right direction? And that's kind of where I'm feeling about this today. like, Wow. You know, that was such a wonderful realization for me that in the very, in the act of desiring and pining, I am actually blocking my progress the desire is the obstacle. The desire is the obstacle and the obstacle is the way. So if I can let go of my attachment to that desire, to that outcome, then it frees me to just be happy and not think about it all the time and not obsess about it all the time and not be constantly thinking, what can I do differently? What can I do differently? And I think a lot of clients come to us because they're desperate, right? They're, they're desperate to lose weight or they're desperate to feel better, have more energy to avoid aging, which obviously is inevitable, but we want to, you know, we kind of want to age in a way that's healthy and active and all of that vital. So there's a sense of desperation. And in that desperation, we're we're cutting ourselves off from progress, from opportunity, from openness, from happiness. So I guess after, you know, these thoughts, my invitation to you is, you know, is there something that you are pining for, that you desire so much that that desire is actually getting in your way? And can you ask yourself the question, what would happen if I didn't get that thing, that outcome? What would happen if I let go of my attachment to that outcome? What would happen if I could free myself from that attachment? That's pretty cool. You know, free myself of the attachment to that thing and just see what happens. Ah, feels good. Now, I know it's coming. I know it came to me and it's going to come to you if you think about this a little bit is, well, does that mean I just give up? Does that mean I just don't make any effort toward that thing? That's where the delicate balance comes because I'm not saying to you, let's say you want to lose weight, I'm not saying to you, oh, just forget about it. You're never going to lose weight. Just give up. That is absolutely not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, can you let go of your attachment to that outcome and at the same time, care for your body in a loving way? That's where the magic is. Because if you let go of the attachment and you just give up, then you're probably going to end up back in the same spot. Like, oh, nothing's changed a year from now, two years from now, still in the same spot. So the the magic here, or I guess the secret, is to focus on the process rather than the outcome. Focus on the process rather than the outcome. So the outcome is, I want to lose 20 pounds, or 50 pounds, or 150 pounds, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. That's the outcome. The process is, I'm going to eat food that nourishes my body. I'm going to be as active as I can. You know, maybe you have physical limitations. That's okay. You know, what can you do? There's a guy I see riding around my neighborhood and he has one of those reclining bikes. I think it's called a recumbent bike. I'm not getting that right, but he's, he's basically not upright. He's kind of leaning back and biking. There are bikes that you just use your arms, you know, so I'm going off on a tangent here, but the point is that those are all actions that you can take. Those are all habits that you can develop for you, for no expectation of the outcome, but literally just for the sake of developing that habit. Because it feels good, maybe. Because you're proud of yourself that you're doing it. And by the way, if you're listening to this, you've done a lot already for your health. I'm, I'm sure of it. So. Give yourself credit for that, right? Appreciate the efforts that you've made, but try to now say to yourself, well, rather than pining and desiring and being miserable because I'm not getting to my outcome, I'm going to think of one thing that I can do over the next month or two that is going to feel good. Do it for the sake of doing it. That's it. I'm going to eat more vegetables. I'm going to take a morning walk for five minutes or 10 minutes because I want to, because I'm going to do that. And that's going to be a habit that I develop and it's going to be an accomplishment. Because the thing is, you can't control the outcome. That's the that's the like appeal to your logical brain and say to yourself, if I'm always focusing on the outcome, that's always going to be a challenge because I cannot control the outcome. I can't control my what happens inside my body metabolically. I can't control my immune system. It's way beyond my control. Those think systems are complex, way beyond our control. So forget about it. You can't control the outcome, and if you constantly are trying to control the outcome, that is a fool's errand. But you can control your actions. You can control the process, the habits that you're developing. You can control whether or not you say no to something or yes" to something else. And you say it a few times, and then it starts to be easier. And then you say it a few more times, and it's easier and easier, and eventually it's a habit. You can control that, and there's freedom in that control, right? When you're trying to control something you cannot control, you're trapped. You're trapped. You're a prisoner in that desire, in that attachment to the outcome, in that attachment to something you cannot control. So you see where this is kind of like a nice little sweet spot where you focus on the process, the habits, the action items, focus on what you can control and take a deep breath once a day, 10 times a day, a hundred times a day and say, I can't control the outcome. I'm going to let go of my, my pining for that outcome because I can't control it anyway. So what's the difference? And be kind to yourself in the process. If you notice that you're getting back into that habit of pining or focusing so hard on the outcome and you're feeling bad, be gentle to yourself as well and say, you know what, (laughs) this is old habits die hard, right? I've been doing this for a while and uh, it's okay that sometimes I slip back back into that thought pattern, but I'm going to be aware of it and I'm going to ask myself, you know, maybe I can do something a little bit differently. So that is woo, big stuff for me, big, big, big stuff for me. And I'm hoping it's big stuff for you too. <laughs> and uh, please, you know, if this inspires you, if this is thought provoking, interesting, I really, really invite you to share it with your friends and, you know, spread the word that, you know, we we all are here to inspire and empower each other. And I love that. And most of the time on this podcast, I have a guest. I have a I have a woman who's willing to share and be vulnerable about her experiences with her health. So I I want to share the love and I want to empower as many women as I can through the voices of other women and through my own journey. And hey, if you want to be a guest, please let me know. Message me on LinkedIn or you know, send me an email or something, but our website, if you want to learn, you know, read more blog posts and learn more about the Wynn, uh programs, then I invite you to check out our website, which is winweightloss.com. That's W-Y-N weightloss.com. And if you do forward slash blog, you'll get to see all the articles that are there and win stands for with your nature so encouraging people you and myself to work with your nature rather than against it i think that's the true path to happy healthy weight loss and and wellness thank you so much for listening